The following program is paid for by the Hawkeye Huddle. Brought to you by Angie Lancaster Remax, G-Mig's 5th Street Pub, and Deary Brothers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Waukee. Now, live from G-Mig's 5th Street Pub in Valley Junction, this is the Hawkeye Huddle with David Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge. Why do you get top billing? Alphabetical. Okay. C over R? That's the only way I can figure. And not D. The D doesn't go before B. We've always done it that way. Well, I've always done it Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. because I'm me when I say it, right? But well, I don't know. We're at G-Mix either way. And neither, we one de- neither one de- deserve top billing. This has been a team effort for 20 years. This is true. This is 20, 20 years. And if we actually had kept track of such things, we might know how many broadcasts we've done it. We, we, we did a 500th celebration a while back, and yeah. that was kind of a guess, right? <laughs> Where after 20 years and you're never quite sure, eh, 30 to 35 weeks, yeah, depending we did, we did on, depending. A, not a, not, well, we had a COVID year, but we also had what felt like a COVID year during the Pierre Pierce era. That was a tough one. Yeah, we had a couple of years in there where it was thin, Pickens for what we talked about during the winter. I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, um, boy, you know, the, the, Todd Licklight, the Todd Licklider years. The jock went away. Yeah. Oh, there was that year. There That's was. There was the, oh, you're talking about that. You're talking about the year where I was driving home from Ames. I can't remember what I was doing. And I'm like, you called me and go, uh, how come a jock's off the air? Why are they playing Mexican music? <laughs> Why the, do we have a show tonight? I don't know. I don't it think turns so. out we didn't. We did, we did podcasting for a little while, remember? Short we, time. We, we did for a little while. This is a podcast you can listen to tomorrow if you miss any portion of the program at thehawkeyehuddle.com. That's thehawkeyehuddle.com. I think once you click there, you can figure out how to get it on some of the other downloads, Stitcher and all those other things, whatever they are, right? Uh, but uh, I'll concur with that. Uh, yeah. Um, all I know is I put it into a spot, and it just seems to make it to people, which is great. We're very happy that people listen to us online, and we're happy to contribute to your Hawkeye fandom. Despite the fact that this week was a little bit of a tough week when you really kind of go through it, uh, the Hawkeye men's basketball team maybe salvaged things a little bit with a big comeback win on Sunday. But uh, the, the women's loss on the road at Nebraska after having a 14-point lead going uh, right into the fourth quarter there. And Caitlin Clark not scoring in the fourth quarter. Uh, on national TV, that, that's a tough one to take. Well, Nebraska went boxing one, little triangle in two. And only took the announcers on TV uh, eight possessions to realize that's what was happening. Well, because knowledgeable fans in my living room were like, um, they, they've gone boxing one. We, we need to figure something out. We need to run the motion off. Well, I looked at you. I said, what happened? We were all of our, they just stood around on that possession. You went, well, they went boxing one. And I, well, oh, yeah. Right. And, and right. Because they had just literally come down court and stood around not knowing what to do. And, right? I, and we don't. Criticized Lisa Bluter much. I felt like she uh, missed an opportunity to change the offense quickly uh, and, and try and adapt to that. Um, I felt like she had an opportunity to uh, take Gabby Marshall out and put Sid Falter back in for scoring um, yep. and, and or um, Fierbach, either one, uh, to give a little bit more height because they were getting killed on the boards. Um, 45-38, they lost the rebounding. And, yep. and, you know, Nebraska didn't miss much. And you still have to guard people. And, you know, the disappointing thing in all three losses is that I always had double-digit leads in the fourth quarter in every game. And the Maryland game, they had a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter and, and lost the lead 
and at least came back to win the game. So this this appears to be a bit of an Achilles heel, uh, a downside. Take a deep breath at the end of the third quarter, think it's over, and you still got to finish the game. And that's something the Hawks are going to have to do if they if they like to get back to the Final Four. There's no question. Nebraska has played Iowa tough, especially over there every year. Um, and I would just, you know, they lost their offensive composure in the fourth quarter, and Caitlin tried to chuck some up and well defended. They and, go, and it turns out she apparently she's a little sick. Yeah, it, it, um, yep. not, not an excuse, just a, a fact. She was under the way. Molly Davis apparently been sick for a week and uh, is back at practice today and should be good this week. But yes, had been gone for a week with the illness. And somebody asked Caitlin. She didn't say it. Somebody said, "You don't sound." Good. Are you ill? Right. I'm a little congested or whatever. But then it was confirmed. She, cough, she, dude, cough, cough due to cold. cold. Yeah. You know something like that. Well, they but went yeah. four for 17 in the in the fourth period. Ten points. It just it just doesn't happen to that team, right? It just doesn't happen. They weren't getting the ball anywhere. You know. You know, ironically, when Caitlin missed those two free throws, when they got the foul and the technical, it's like the offense stopped. It, well, it, I and I don't. Yeah. I just I, that was coincidental. Um, but no, I, that's when they. I think that's when they took their foot off the gas. Now, I, I do want to say this. Listen, I, I saw so many people saying, "Look, uh, they were holding Caitlin back for to break the record at home." What, what, that's the dumbest you, what'd thing. What did you tell I, me? She I, was over six in the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, she was over yeah. six. So taking six shots is not holding her back. Uh, when she shoots, you know, 18, 19 times a game, six is is plenty of shots. She just didn't make them. Um, I, I'm not going to say it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard Iowa fans say because we've. We clearly, collectively have said clear, some dumb things, clearly right? we've heard But worse. that's silly. It's yes. just silly, right? Um, Iowa wanted to win that basketball game, and here's why. This puts them now in a tie you for second place. You need to throw place. that salt over your left uh, shoulder uh, because uh, that, is, there you go, thank you. that right. is bad luck yeah. what so, you just did. Um, anyway, so, she, so it puts them into a tie for second place. Still on the table because they go to Indiana next week. They got Michigan this week, which they'll have uh, well, Thursday night on Peacock, by the way, to break the record for Caitlin Clark. Then they've got the game a week later, Thursday of next week at Indiana. There's another one sandwiched in there, another couple sandwiched in there, and then Ohio State comes to town. So here's the deal. You win out, you still win the Big Ten regular season championship, and oh, by the way, probably get yourself a top four seed in the NCAA tournament. Right now, they have dropped <laughs> the two. To, to the two in one of the bracketology. What is it, Charlie Green that does that or whatever? But um, they are number five in the net. The, uh, they're number four in the AP, number five in the net uh, at 21, two and three. Ohio State's two, right? In the net? In the in the AP or whatever. No, no. Are you did sure? they move up to number I two? I think did they're they? two. I didn't see that. Maybe they did. I, I did not. South Carolina's clear one. Well, they haven't lost. They haven't lost. The only team team they've lost to in the last two years was, was Iowa in the final four last year. They haven't even come close. So they're a clear one. Well, they, the, didn't they the beat clear Connecticut? One. Connecticut's like fourth in the net and lost they, to South Carolina by 20. 22 or something like that. Yeah. 18 to 22. Yeah. 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 They're, South Carolina's re really good. I've watched them play two and a half games. They're, they're something. And, uh, you know, that's, that's one you want to avoid in the bracket. Yeah, it, and, and Iowa will. Right, I just don't. I don't see them. I don't see uh, that being what what the NCAA committee does. I think they're going to try to give Iowa, uh, you know, a, a well, barring losses. We're weeks or weeks ahead of this. You, still, but you certainly don't. Yeah, Ohio put, State is up to second in the AP. I did uh, not realize. You, you that. don't. You certainly don't want to take out the biggest drawing card on the TV 
from your tournament because you're trying to prove something. Right, right. It's not. It's just not going to happen, right? Well, they're, they're, no, no, no. They they're smart enough to know. We'd like more of Caitlin Clark on television. Right. And in, in arenas where we're selling tickets and such. Absolutely. I mean, the women's games come a long ways, but let's face it, what they, we saw butts, the other day in Nebraska. In the seats. Well, there's another. You want to talk about another ridiculous thing. Nebraska fans the other day, uh, you know, well, we, clear, we support our teams like that all the time. No, Nebraska, you have never, you've sold out one game in the history of Nebraska women's basketball what, back what, at the Devaney Center. Wasn't it, wasn't the... Like, the second largest, like 7,000. Yeah. It, oh, since then. Yes. The, the, the Devaney Center used to hold like 10, didn't it? Yeah, Maybe. I, I saw Stevie Nicks there in yeah. concert. Okay. Oh, did you? Oh. Uh, nice. Um, they did. They I, they had one sellout prior to that for, for a game. Never even come close. So don't don't give me that. They, they, thousands of people were they there. They did to have 92,000 watch a volleyball game. They did. I'm not yeah, saying I'm they sure don't support they're going to remind us that until 2094. And by the way, that'll be the hundred-year anniversary of the last time they won a national football team. <laughs> and the greatest part of it is, of course, that that's more than they've ever drawn for a football game. Um, but that's because they can't. But you know, anyway, notwithstanding. Seats on the floor. Notwithstanding, the other thing that was a little bit interesting in in this uh, was the uh, update on the on the cricket. Uh, New Zealand still down by two hundred forty-one. Are they? <laughs> well, I thought that dude might have hurt himself uh, sliding into into. The wicked over there. I don't. Um, riveting stuff on ESPN Plus right now. <laughs> um, after the game. So there's a oh, little kerfuffle the, the, here with the, the, the... The controversy that uh, Nebraska went first in the uh, press conference. Well, there was Lisa that. Lisa threw a hissy fit. Yeah, she did. She was, well, she was upset about the loss, which is good. This, you know, you can't, you can't, as, the, as Iowa's coach, she can't blow this off. No. Right? She needs to be properly upset with her team for losing that game and upset with any number of other things. Well, and, oh, by the way, she was, rightfully, we heard it. They, they, they were doing sound effects after missed shots by Iowa, which is a Bush League thing that happens in the NBA with, with a legal. certain culture. Uh, it's it, not legal. It, 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 it's the, a, uh, there, there are rules in the rule book where you can't play music uh, – like a football game, you know, when they do the right, hell, hell's bells, you right. have to turn it off uh, once the team gets to the line of scrimmage. If you're going to play something in a free throw scenario, once the girl has or, the ball, the dude person shooter has the ball, you have to turn off turn off the music. In this case, it was a long, protracted wah, 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 yeah, right. right, and they gave the ball to Caitlin, and she shot while it was going on, right. Now I'm certain that didn't disturb her, but the point is still there. Point's still there. I, I I've never heard this before until I went uh, I went to a Dallas Mavericks game uh, last year, year and a half ago, and every time my buddy says, swears it has something to do with this literally on the rim, but I'm sure somebody was just hitting a button. Intern must think he's every, getting a paycheck. He just showed up. He just showed up. <laughs> every time uh, the opposite the the opponent missed a shot, there was a clang or a wang and right. bang right. And that's what Nebraska was trying to pull here. And f funny or not, um, they were playing it while the game was. Anyway, Lisa made a comment about that that you could hear on the microphone, which you were not supposed to, right? right. And as well as the the, the Big the, Ten protocols, right. the visiting yeah. team goes first and, so they can catch yeah. their plane. My commentary on that is obviously Iowa. I didn't realize that we took a plane to Lincoln. Yeah, they, they chartered a plane. They chartered a plane, and she's not going to be late for a flight. But 
You never know what else she's got scheduled in her life, what recruiting visits she's got going on, whose birthday it might be. It was Super Bowl Sunday. She's it's, having a big party. Right. She's, she's got to get back to watch got, the Chiefs and Niners. I'll bet it took your wife three hours to make that charcuterie board, which was a piece of art, by the way. Oh, uh, we got pictures. We oh, probably, my gosh. We, we, may, we may hang one on the wall. You should. It was, it was something, wasn't it? it? I think it did take her that long. She was so tired, she stayed at your party for an hour and went home and went to bed. You know, it's <laughs> actually not true. I got it, home. It's I, sad, she went home. It's I got sad home. She to was say that up. I didn't realize she left. <laughs> well, she was so tired. I by don't the even time know what to say about there. that. So it just for for edification. She was out. She was outside my circle of conversation. We're, 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 even we're, though she was sitting right there. Uh, right. You know, well, we, we were watching. We were intently watching that football game for a variety of reasons. Let's let's just we'll set the stage. Your your original invitation for the party. Which, by the way, getting that many people into your, apart, uh, your uh, apartment? apartment. Your apartment. What is it? What do you got? It's a town home. home. Your town home. It's uh, got three levels. It's. I, I know, I but know. I. Angie, know. how many feet? Is it? Like 2,800 square feet or something like that? This, a, this is it, not like a two bedroom I, I meant to say, duplex say, with a. No, but your lower level. basement. You had, prior to this, you had. Many oh. rooms. Oh, in the old days. Yeah, in the old we days, had you had the many huge rooms. Kitchen, we had the oh, sun man, room. Yeah, there's lots of. You get, we got a lot of people into your, we in had, your we space. We had there. seating for everyone. Right. So everybody's saying, now, saying this is originally it was 4 o'clock, right? And until last week, right here on the radio, I said, oh, I'm showing up at 1130, right? To which you changed it. All right, 1130. So some of us were there. We watched from 1130 until 10 o'clock, what, whatever, whatever time what, the Whatever the game got over. Right? And so, um, so yes, uh, my, really my wife worked on that all afternoon and showed up about, you know, kickoff. And 530, 5.38. Right? Yeah. And, uh, and then went home because she was tired from all that work. Anyway, it was She fun. missed all the hullabaloo on the anthem. The second brave shouldn't have counted. Did they count? Oh, they yeah, counted? they counted. She, she went way over the 90 seconds. Uh, that was, uh, see, to me, that's, gotta, that, that's an add-on. that You've you got to question her motives for adding the second brave. I'm guessing that Reba had her people go and just make a small wager. You never know. You never know. Anyways, but she did open a DraftKings account. <laughs> right, right, right. In before, nine different states. Right, right before the right before kickoff. So anyway, the Lisa Bluter th stuff. I, I think it's fine for her to be frustrated. And if she should have been, she should have been right, if, her team. She right. was chewing Caitlin yes. out for dropping that forty footer, that air ball. That air, was like, yes. What are we doing? Yep. Run, run your offense. Do those. Uh, those are things that, that that's just fine. And if you if your coach is emotional. After the game, about a number of other hey, things, that's fine. Hey, so Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid had a little spat in the middle of the football game, and everybody's making a big thing about it. There's memes all over. You know what the fact is? Travis was pissed. He wasn't in there to block, and the guy he was supposed to block to play, and that upset him. Yeah. He's like, dude, what are you taking me out for? I can't block like Kittle, but I'm blocking better than Joe Schmo, Ben Gay, or whatever the other tight end's <laughs> name is. Noah Gray. Noah Gray. Thank you. All right, so uh, tickets, courtside tickets for uh, Thursday night's game going for $9,800. Right? $9,800. Yeah. You know. S Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl level. That's ridiculous. Well. Is somebody going to pay that? Somebody must because that's, what, well, I don't know. That's what they're being well, listed that, for. You know what that is? If somebody's dumb enough to pay me $10,000, I'll watch it on TV. Or I'll buy myself a. I'll take ten thousand and I'll buy myself I'll a buy two thousand dollars seat. I'll buy the two thousand yeah. dollars seat three three rows behind. Right. Yeah. I. You never know. It's a profit deal. It's definitely a profit. You definitely. Guess your weight. Win margin. some crap. 
there's a margin on that. So, um, so that'll be 7 p.m. on Peacock on Thursday evening, Michigan. She needs eight points to break the record. Uh, that will be done probably in the first quarter, I would say. I'm gonna. You know. I have to be in a an awards dinner slash gala at that time. You know what I'm gonna be doing? Watching phone. In my phone right here on yep. my water glass that I never touch anyway during dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and I just sit there and act like I'm watching or listening intently to the CEO and the CRO and all these other people babble about how great things are at DHI. And then the moment that dessert is served and the awards are over, I am out. I'm Audi going 5, back to thousand. my, Audi I, I'm my gonna, friend. I'm going to grab a drink to go. I'm going to go to my room and I'm going to watch the end of the basketball game. So, so it starts at 8 o'clock Eastern, and I'll be in Jacksonville. Is that where you are? Yeah. It's 8 o'clock Eastern. Well, so that might, you might get to the, you might, your dinner probably starts at 7, right? Oh, I'd have to check the itinerary. Yeah, you'd probably be all right. It's probably 7. I'm hopeful it's 7. Gosh, there, there's a fair chance, it, if I could be done at 8, the stars have aligned perfectly. Yeah, there you go. Because you don't want to miss it, out. If it's on the peacock, can you? Oh, you won't, you might not be able to get it down there. I got peak, huh? No, no, I'm not saying on your phone. I'm just saying, like, you couldn't walk into a bar. and uh, Guy walks into a bar. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. No. Andrew, Brett, and Dave walk into a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, no. you, do you have the cock? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What? The peacock. You know, so we can yeah. watch watch women's basketball. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. we do, in Jacksonville, Florida, we don't watch we women's basketball. We don't watch basketball. women's basketball. We got the magic on, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but you might be just about you might be just about right for being able. Maybe you toss it up to the to your screen somewhere on your room or something like that. Can you do that? I did that here. Once. I know we did that. No, you did that with my, yeah. We did that with my feed. Oh, I thought I did it. Well, it was your feed on I, my phone to that TV right there for an Iowa women's game here right before Christmas. Right, Big Ten Network Plus. We're we're doing riveting radio right now. It All is right. riveting. It, it is. Our, our fans understand us. We're I, a little frustrated with the way the game ended. The men's, real quick, before we go to our break, ended incredible. What time is it? 5.15? Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to get to a break in a minute. But we got a little bit more to talk about here and there. Uh, a couple Dude, of it's 5.18. We, we need to go. Well, there you go. We got to get get out of that. We're going to get uh, Tom Kakert up here. He's been at Baseball Media Days. I got notes. Baseball starts, and it's the most anticipated baseball season in Iowa baseball it's history, the I think. wonderful so. time <laughs> of the year. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 102.1 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. Hi, it's Greeny, and you're listening to 102.1 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. Uh, Pete, Pete's so on it. We've never had a producer this smart. No, he, he really does anticipate. And that's saying something, because we had Trent Condon. We've had some good ones over the years. This is good. Time for Hawkeye baseball this year. I'm guaranteeing you they're going to be playing that. Uh, the news today besides Media Day is that they're going to be playing here in Des Moines uh, May 16th, 17th, and 18th. So it's a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is a 11.30 first pitch. So they're doing that right before the Big Ten tournament, getting it in after the after. I the, wonder so. if we'll see Brody or anybody. I mean, yeah. obviously, uh, everybody those, well, I, The reason you got you got to play, if there's that much time in between, you gotta, guys got to throw. They don't have to throw hard. They don't have to throw a lot, but they got to get some, some action. Maybe Tom Cakert, who was at Baseball Media Day. I bet Tom Cakert, who was at, it was there, uh, reporting has a few for Hawkeye Report. Tom, can you ever remember? Well, I'm sure you. Can you ever remember <laughs> being this excited uh, and this much uh, anticipation around Iowa baseball? 
coming into a season? Not to this level where you're talking about Iowa is the clear favorite to win the Big Ten in baseball. Um, can't recall that time I've been around the, the beat. And, um, you know, with the pitching staff like this, I mean, this is just, you know, we've got two potential, you know, high run Brody first round pick and Mark Morgan's potential draft pick, uh, fairly high draft pick and top 10, um, I would guess. I mean, top yeah. 10 rounds. Yeah. Yeah. So, boy, they've just got a ton of talent this year. Well, Sam Peterson, uh, back in left field, uh, uh, certainly a candidate for Big Ten Player of the Year. Um, yep. He was all Big Ten last year, and you know, and he uh, just absolutely nails on so many fronts. You're returning guys like Huxdorf and Raider Tello and that uh, Seegers on that side of the infield. There's a few new guys to plug in, though. Raider, Raiders back? I didn't realize. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Yep. Um, there's a few new guys to plug in, though, but I, I think um, the, the beauty of this is that this might be one of those years that uh, Rick Eller does not have to go and play a bunch of young guys real early to see what they're uh, to get them used to it. The, the guys they, they're bringing in are transfers uh, that actually played well at other schools, including uh, the kid they're bringing in from what is it, Davis Cop? They're bringing in from Utah. Davis Cop, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, and that seems like he's gonna is David Cop. He's gonna. Uh, that's a that's a big get for them uh, coming in. He was all Big Twelve at least uh, all all uh, honorable mention all Big Twelve or Pac twelve last year. Pac twelve last year. Yeah. Yeah, he was a, a very good player, hit over 300 in that conference, and that's a good conference of, for baseball. So, um, yeah, they've got real a lot of talent. The key is going to be keeping those th- three starters healthy. If those three starters stay healthy, you know, it's, uh, you know, a lot of potential for, a, you know, we could even see Iowa hosting first regional and and maybe making it to a super regional where you know you never know you do well there you you get the punch ticket to omaha wouldn't that be something so tom let me ask you is the construction on the new stadium gonna throw a monkey in the wrench for hosting uh you know rick kind of talked about that a little bit but i think if there's if it's looking like they might host i think they'll put push things back a little bit so they can get that done. But that was part of the reason why they looked at doing this uh, Des Moines, Dealing Des Moines right. series was, was so they could potentially, you know, um, get started on the, the construction of uh, what they're, what they're planning on getting done at Banksville. Neat stuff. Uh, they start off Friday versus Seton Hall. They've got Ball State and Lehigh this week. What is this? The Sun and Surf something. Uh, Before you go down there, let me, Tom. One last question on a local front: Is Ben Wilmot still on the team? Um, you know, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, right fielder. Yeah, yeah no, he is. Yeah, yeah Ben, Wil- is. ben is. Wilmot. Yeah, he's gonna play right. Okay, because um, he was yeah, the left fielder when right. Sam got hurt last year. Yep. Yes. And I talked to his dad a couple times, and he was thinking he wasn't sure what Ben's deal was, and I hadn't heard. So, okay, I'm g- glad to hear that on the they, local front. They have a transfer coming in, uh, a, a, a JUCO transfer coming in that's going to compete out there but in right field. But ben, ben, Ben's, Ben's a, he, odds he, on favorite to start there. He's, he's yeah. a very good utility player. He, 
he needs a little more he pop. Might be their, he might be their uh, emergency catcher, too, because they're down a catcher catch. right now. So Yeah. Cade Moss, is, uh, that is the one thing going into this uh, um, um, non-conference season is Cade Moss' uh, broken bone in one of his hands, and he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. I had weeks. to look up where that yeah. bone was. Where is it? It's a hammock bone. Oh. He, I'm guessing he, the, somebody threw a fastball, and it missed his glove and hit him right there on the fat part of his hand and popped it. Might Which be is, true. I mean, talking about, I mean, th that's about the only way you could actually do that. And if it's Brody and he's throwing 98 and it's got a lot of movement, you just miss it just enough. That, that, would, that would hurt. The other kid that's going to have to show up big for them is going to be Blake Guerin. He takes over at first base, and first base has been a, 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 a place where, number one, they've had solid fielding, but on top of that, Isaiah Fillard, and you've, you've had uh, uh, Peyton Williams, and Brendan Dorigi came in last year. You've had a big bat uh, coming out of first base, and, and um, they're going to depend on Guerin to come in and take that over. Um, but any number of spots here are filled by guys who were part of the team last year that were, were so successful. This is going to be a lot of fun, um, and, and they very well could end up uh, in Omaha. And we've, we've got, well, they'll end up there for the Big Ten tournament at right. the very least, and we'll see how that goes. Um, moving on to, uh, to, to uh, basketball, Tom. Yep. Uh, you're, you're down 20. <laughs> on Super Bowl the women, Sunday. The women have already lost. The women have lost. Carver Hawkeye Arena is quiet, peaceful, and suddenly yep. out of nowhere, uh, here they come again. I, 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 the Jekyll and Hyde nature of this team, and I almost wonder about Fran's confusion on what he wants to do rotation-wise with this. Well, he played the same team in the last 12 well, minutes, well, didn't he? He finally figured out, mm, this, this rotation's working, and he left them in for... Uh, for he I only mean, played last, six guys uh, in the second half. Last, uh, yeah, the last eight point. Eight, eight, so it was eight, eight and a half minutes, eight, yeah. eight, or nine minutes. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Cricky was the only other guy that played in the second half, right? So I, I, I just, I don't know what to make of this group at this point, and and what more to expect for them. I feel like it's just, uh, it's it's every night. It's going to be a different adventure with them. But they're never out of it. There's talent there, and, and it's just a matter of they're going to have to step up because now that with seven games to go, uh, you know, you're, I think the, the, the ceiling for them is still getting towards that 500 mark. But with seven games to go, they can certainly do it. 500 big 10. Yes. yes. It's, yeah, and they're, I mean, the big 10 is a jumbled mess. I mean, I was just a couple games out of, like, second place or third place or something now, so... Yeah, One they game. Could, yeah, they could <laughs> yeah. climb fairly quickly, um, get a win tomorrow night at Maryland, beat Wisconsin. All of a sudden, you're eight and seven and sixteen and ten overall. And I'm not saying they're going to make the NCAA tournament, but you know, you start to get in a conversation at least. Um, well, you, so you got to beat Wisconsin. You got to beat uh, Illinois at least one of the times, and you have to beat Northwestern. Yeah, there's some there's some quad one wins available to them down the stretch. That's the good news. They're playing some good teams, but you also kind of beat those quad one teams, and they have not done that to a large extent this year. So um, they're going to have their work cut out for them, you know, here down the stretch with two games against Illinois, a trip to Michigan State, Wisconsin, and you know, a Penn State team that beat them coming to Carver Hawkeye. So they got to 
revenge uh, with that one. Is Patrick McCaffrey's uh, resurgence on Sunday, was that sort of um, found money? Or was do you think that the confidence level can come back and he can be, that st- be steady at least close to that level the rest of the year? Because, man, that made a difference. You know, he scored in double figures in the last three games. So I think you can say maybe he's back. Do we expect 21? No. I wouldn't expect that. But um, I would expect him to be a more significant contributor. And he was more aggressive. You know, he's coming off the ankle issue, too. And and Fran talked about that and just how badly bruised it was. So he's, he's finally looking more and more like Patrick McCaffrey again, and that that's a, a good thing because they, they need that, but you know, the other thing is they, you know, they played six guys in the second half <laughs> so and that rotation's getting tight at this point. Any any insight as to why Brock Harding isn't getting more time? I'm just, I mean, even in the first half. It's just, um, it's a numbers game. He's tightened up the rotations. That's simple as it is is the rotations have gotten a little tighter and you just tell i asked him about that today if he's got to talk to some of those guys that are kind of getting left out and he said sometimes you do but um you know you just tell those guys to stay ready because you never know when you're going to get right. called upon to, to be out there so i think um, yeah or just you know you need a spark and you send them out there gives you a spark well I can tell you when they were down 20, Ridge and I were looking at each other going, uh, put Harding in for the spark. Well, right. I mean, because at, at least, at least give, there's assists there. you got to give Fran a little credit. In, he, he went to that, that three-quarter zone press that got Minnesota out of its rhythm, and Minnesota also came back to reality. They were 11 for 15 yeah. uh, uh, from three. And, and didn't make it, only made one more at made, the end of the game only of one consequence that, to maybe some. But only yes. made one that killed yeah. the intern yeah. uh, who had the Hawks <laughs> at the very end. So, I mean, you know, the adjustment back to the norm will, will happen eventually. I mean, unless you're, you know, it's... Right. Water finds its level usually, and it, usually. Did, and it did. Right. Uh, the only thing I would say... It, I, I, I just think the, the real question there is, do you, do you keep it that tight? And then if you're going to keep it that tight, which is fine by me. I think I can see playing six or seven guys. But if you're going to do that. You can't stop, foul them out in the first stop half. Stop fouling Alan Freeman out in the first half or, because at Penn State with Cricky, 13 minutes. Cricky on Sunday with 13 yeah, minutes ago. 13 minutes ago in the first half, you can't sit down your top two big men. When rebounding is, I, I, I was looking at it, rebounding is the only statistic that this team is worse. The only spot this team is worse than last year's team is offensive and defensive rebounding. They're better in, in, in every other metric, but they're not even close in rebounding. They're like 160th in the country on both ends. Anyway, that's my, uh, I don't know that there's a question in so, there, Tom. So, so, so Tom, are you going to... Uh, Kick Kyle out of the uh, uh, the press booth on Thursday to be there for history. I'm going to be there too, so um, we've got a oh. credential. <laughs> so both of us will be there, and uh, very excited. Good for to, you. Uh, you know, I was there for the Penn State game, so I got to see the Hannah Stilke game, and yeah, I'll be, um, you know, I think to most of the women's games the rest of the way. Uh, just an exciting time, and uh, you know, historic time for. For sure. Uh, Iowa women's basketball. 
It's not only his job, he's a fan, and that's the way it goes, uh, it's, my it's friend. It's a perfect way to do it. There's just no cheering in the press box. It's just, uh, no, it's just, it's, it's, re it's history. I mean, we're seeing yeah. historical right. things yeah. happen right now. So, exciting. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to be able to say you were there. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. All right, Tom, appreciate it. We are okay. way behind. we got to run, it's all but good. thank you. Okay. We'll catch you next Thanks, week. Guys. All right. Tom Caper at HawkeyeReport.com. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 102.1 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines. Live sports live here. 1021 FM and 1350 ESPN Des Moines Sports Leader. Brett Ridge, Jay Creighton Jr. back here at GMIX with you on the Hawkeye Huddle. Apparently, Ender had the over on Sunday. What a double overtime. <laughs> <laughs> Aha! Aha! I want to thank the great sponsors on our program, including our friends out at Deary Brothers in uh, Waukee. Check out the Dodge uh, Chrysler Jeep uh, lineup out there. And, of course, Angie Lancaster, Remax Realty, and our friends here at G-Migs. Appreciate uh, them sponsoring the Hawkeye Huddle. In our 20th season, and Lord willing, we'll be into 21. Uh, and, and with a Hawkeye football team that, uh, that, for all intents and purposes, got another... Ringing 7.5 seven number, 7.5 number from Vegas the other day. The as moment, far as the over the moment I can find that to bet it, I'm betting the over. Uh, I, I, did a, I did that last year. It was, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything because I, I, I Ned logged things fair, too it, easily. Well, it's fair to say I did it two years ago, and all they had to do was beat Nebraska at home to get there, and, and, and uh, they sharted they, the they, bed. They didn't get it done. It happens. It does happen. I Boy, you, with this defense back, you've been it's been drinking be a lot. Tough. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as far as football goes, uh, did get to word today that the NFL Combine invited uh, Eric All, of course Cooper DeGene, um, Logan Lee, and Tory Taylor. And somebody said, somebody what, do the, was, "What do the punters do? Do they run a 40? I, I don't know, but somebody they lift. You want to talk about a, a a guaranteed draft pick? If wherever you need a punter, if you pull you know, that guy, right that's now, a guaranteed. Right win. now, the obvious choice is Pittsburgh." They cut their punter today. Oh, there you go. And he, he likes the black and gold. He's gone. Likes the black and gold. A few other rumors out there about guys who might be hitting the portal in the second. Uh, and I, I'm, I know nothing, right? I'm just reading message boards and stuff. But we'll, we'll see. I think there's going to be a wide receiver available for Iowa. Okay. And, from? Uh, from Oregon. Oh, really? I do, I'm just reading message boards, literally. But. There's there there's some pot. You think? Oh, you think he's going to BC? No, I think. Oh, there's, there's no. There, they there's a, the interns on it. My or, my or, the Oregon kid, of course, would be Kyler Casper. So right. Um, I take him in a heartbeat. Yeah, but that's just r literally just rumor. But you know what? Why not talk about rumors as well, fun well, uh, for fun here on the on the Hawkeye? Let's album, put it right? this way: I don't know how much he played at Oregon. I do recall seeing him catch a few play a few passes in the Pac-12. Yeah, not as many as he final. as he wanted to play. Not as much as he wants to play. He right? walks in, he's starting. So some of the some you of got, the, you got Brown, Caleb Brown, and you got him. Um, you got Luke. So, the story that was told on the on on Hawkeye Report on Tom's it was a cold winter was night. A, some somebody walked in, ran into Kevin Casper at an Oregon game, and he said, "So how's he uh, how's he like Oregon?" And he expected him to say, "Oh, loves it, can't get enough of it." And he went, "No, oh, he's he's adjusting." That's a ringing endorsement from the old man. Oh, he's adjusting. And then the old man said, "Big game today," and he goes, "He goes, yeah, Oregon State's big. No, I mean Iowa, Illinois." 
So, I mean, Kevin Casper is clearly still an Iowa fan. There's still an influence there. This is why I just say, let's just, let's just for kicks and giggles imagine that that might be an opportunity coming up uh, in the portal. And if that were the case, that's just, as I said, pure rumor, no well, inside intel. So how many guys does Iowa cool? need to get off the – do they need to send towards the portal? Five, six, six. They've got nine – I think they've got 90 guys for 85 scholarships right now. But that can very easily be done because they well, are it, all one-year scholarships, it, <laughs> no matter what. Isn't there uh, perhaps, let's, let's just say a dude's injured and he hasn't retired. Do you go to him and say, we got school, but we're taking you off the football roster? You could do something like that. Yeah. They'll figure it out. They, they know that what they need and what they need right now more than any other spot. When do you need to be is, at 85? Is there a day? I mean, is uh, it June 30th? Start of, start, of the, start, of the second, first, start of the first semester in the fall. So sometime in August. Sometime in August. All right. Yep. Open camp. Got to be there. That's it. All yeah. right. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back, chat just a little bit of wrestling because it wasn't real fun to watch. And uh, get you set for the rest of the weekend when we come back. Yeah. (laughs) Coming back on the Hawkeye Hill on 102.1 FM, 1350 ESPN Des Moines. When the AI movement needs lots of cooling, it relies on water from the Des Moines and Raccoon Rivers. You're welcome, world. Des Moines sports leader, ESPN Des Moines. Back to wrap things up here on the Hawkeye Hill. Red Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you. Fine young cannibals. She drives me crazy. That, that, can, that can be said a lot. Driving you crazy, by the way. The Hawkeye wrestlers uh, against Penn State the other night. Ooh, yeah. My. Now. <clears throat> I told you. Uh, if they you, win two. Which they did. They lost, uh, what, 29-6. And uh, they did. They won Penn two, though. Penn State covered. Penn State uh, was fair by 21. And Essentially 7-3. to three and, they co- and they covered. And Real Woods has forgotten how to go on offense. Well, I think a couple of them have. Uh, a couple of them have. I, I thought, and I thought Woods was definitely one. Drake Ayala did get his victory, which was nice, which turned out to be an upset, actually, four-two over Brandon Davis. This just uh, in. And Rastin, there are no of course, upsets at one twenty-five. Okay. That's true. It's going to be the most wide, wide open weight in the national and, tournament. Right, and anybody's anybody's game there. And Rathjen with his uh, uh, win over number ten Tyler Kasich in sudden victory. That was cool. So the, nice. He but blew then, a big lead. But. Yeah, I was going to say, that was one of those that was like, oh, geez, I thought he was going to lose that. So, incredible thing they were talking about. If you didn't watch this meet, Penn State going into this meet had only given up 16 takedowns the entire year. Their whole, the entire, whole team. The whole team. They kept going at the, in the final weights, they kept going through, which is where they're loaded with number ones, right? None of these guys have been taken down this year. I mean, uh, none of them. They, they, they tried. They, uh, uh, Pat Pat Kennedy had a, a takedown and then didn't get it right. I mean, there were just a, these guys have not even given up takedowns, let alone points or lost matches. Well, no, nobody's. I mean, and and they're so good on the counter that it's just it's a huge concern. If you go in and you don't get there, that immediately it's it's three against you. And that I, I haven't. I'm not quite. Accustomed to yelling three, three instead of two, yeah. um, but nevertheless. Now you make the, so that that's the great the great point. Very noticeable the other night. Penn State can either be aggressive at times when they are behind, 
But for most, for the most part, if they're wrestling even with you the way he does it, they're so good. He's just they just wait for you to take a shot, and when you miss, they 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 go on the counter and you're beat, and that's it. Well, not only are you beat, you may not ever get up. You know, and I give Ben Keeter credit for going out there. He is so undersized. I was talking to my uh, wrestling insiders today. They're like, the, the dude's got heart, and he wants to go, but he needs 25 pounds in order to be competitive. Yeah. It, it, at heavyweight, it's just, and I, so I was asking him about Olympic weight. He's only like 10 pounds over an Olympic weight for wrestling. Now, he's not going to make the Olympic team, but like junior, the junior worlds that he won last year and dominated at, he could very well, if they have that this year, because it's an Olympic year, I don't, I don't know. This was far beyond my scope in the wrestling world. But if they have that, he would be eligible to compete in the under-20 jun- junior worlds there at that lower weight, not against the big big guys. And so it, it kind of sucks for a guy like who's Ben's size um, to have to wrestle at heavyweight. But he, he gave it a go. He didn't get pinned. You know, he ended up getting beaten nine one in I think it was nine one. Nine one. Nine one, yep. yeah. Um and you know, he was out there competing. But once that big dude got on top of him, he had no chance of getting out. Nope. I mean he gave up yep. it was three and a half minutes of yep. riding time. The riding time was significantly on Penn State side across the board as well. Well the Hawks have Wisconsin That's what she said. Senior, senior day on Sunday on the on BTN, and then they will go to Okie State next week, and then it's into the Big Tens. So uh, Big Ten regular season championship out the door, but uh, we'll see how things go when the, when things progress. They will get their senior day this weekend, and I'm sure the Carver Hawkeye will be full for that. Of course. Um, men's basketball, real quick, one of the things I, I – I, so I was looking at this. Seven games ago – I'm feeling two and five. Okay. Okay. So, because where'd it, they go? Huh? Well. It, what did they go? No, I'm feeling they're they're gonna go two and five. Oh, I'm sorry. Seven games to go. I thought you said seven games ago seven. you felt two and no, five. No, I felt two and five. Now going forward. Okay. Illinois, Wisconsin. I, I don't see it. I just don't see them jumping up and biting. What happened to Wisconsin? Teams. Well, they're get they are they are fading. So that's, but I just. It, yeah, water finding weight. Water finding its finding its level, but that doesn't mean that I I would just still can't rebound. So against the, there's well, a team. If nobody's in foul trouble, yeah, there's a team and, and Owen Freeman, Illinois is Big not Ten a team. Player of the week for the 47th yeah, time this there, year. He is the Big Ten freshman of the week for the eighth time. How about Hannah Stoker being the national player of the year, but not the Big Ten player of the week? The week. I keep uh, saying year. Week. week. That's how, that's how long know. a weekend it was. Felt like a year ago. It did. But let's say let's just say Iowa does only go two and five. They end up sixteen and fifteen. They go into the Big Ten tournament. They'll have an easy game to start with. They end up seventeen what, and sixteen. What game's easy? Uh, Michigan. Okay, we've a team they've I, already lost. Yeah, to. I know. I, but let, let's say they they end up seventeen and sixteen. Not the first time. And they lost to them once, one one. Michigan beat us in Iowa City. I nothing's guaranteed. I just feel like they can get one against one of the lower seeds because they're playing Howard that doesn't Wednesday get game. Fired. What is what does he have? How is he, how, what does he have on them? So, it, so the NIT, Maryland. the NIT. Let me get. get oh, let me good get lord! This. this is the longest winded story ever. Well, you, it's because you keep interrupting. Oh, who wants to talk about the CBI? I'm not. I'm talking about the NIT. The NIT's got, got a guarantee this year that they will take uh, from the from the Power Five conferences. They take the top two teams in the net that didn't make it into the NCAA tournament. Okay. Oh, I was sitting in a pretty good spot then. This is going to be less. It's a little bit better position to be in than 
you're hoping as a 17 and 16 team to be chosen, it's sort of an automatic berth. Uh, if you can get yourself get yourself towards 500 in the conference, Hoorah. okay, get yourself to- towards 500. Hey, I think that's the ceiling for this team, and I said at the beginning of the year, I thought the NIT was the best that they were going to get. I wanted to root for the NCAA I get tournament. That, but Just not happening. Okay, so France swan song is to get beat in the first round of the NIT with 4,000 people? Going, he's not going anywhere. Okay. He's not going anywhere. What do you think then this week? You got Maryland tomorrow night. At uh, Maryland? At Maryland tomorrow night. Wisconsin on Sunday. I think they beat Wisconsin. I, I have very little hope against Maryland. I'd say one and one, but I think they beat Wisconsin on no, this Sunday. This is where I'm, I got a one-two this week. All right. Right? Now, now, since I said that, they'll go out and beat Maryland tomorrow night. They'll after, go 2-0. Oh. Right, they'll go 2-0, <laughs> and oh, which would be great. I'd be so happy. Like I said the other day, so I would play 24. How many points does Caitlin get on Thursday? Ah, uh, she drops 40. I was going to say 35. Yeah. there's. Uh, but I think she goes 35, 12, and 8. They stop the game in the middle of the game? I don't think so. No? They do something after the game? Presentation, keep people around? I, I don't know. I Stopping the game in the middle of the game, is, let's say the Hawks are on a 10-0 run, um, and she gets and, and takes the score from 4-4, four to four, and all of a sudden it's 14 to 4, 16 to 4. You want to stop the game to give her a freaking ball? She didn't want to stop the game. Just keep going and you, acknowledge it maybe at the end of the first quarter. You are right about that. I imagine she didn't care, right? Well, I mean, she cares. Michigan's 7 and 5. They're 16 and, 16 and 9, 7 and 5 in conference. They're, they're not a bad they're, basketball team. They're uh, on the bubble for the women's tournament. Yeah, you can't look past them. Yeah, you got to play the game. Play the game, finish it up. Hawks beat them by 20. I agree. But don't look back. Plus, Lisa's pissed. Be interesting to see. I'm looking, for a, I'm looking for an inspired effort out of the women on Thursday. Okay. I'm with you on that. All right. Thanks, everybody. Help us, the the pro- no, <laughs> <laughs> help us out. the first time I've said that. No. Help us out. Camp back in the studio. Tom Kaker of HawkeyeReport.com. For Dave Crane Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week here on the Hawkeye Huddle.